who drives the monster combine, turning out the hay bales, square and strong as neatly tied parcels. The old farmhouses with their great barns and outbuildings were strung along the five miles of coast, like uncut stones on a rugged necklace, so that there was no telling where the fields of Penfolder finished and those of the next farm started. And so distant were the combines that it was impossible to guess at the identity of the men who drove them, or the tiny figures who walked behind, forking the bales into rough stoops to stand and dry in the midsummer sun. She was not even sure that he still lived here, that he still farmed Penfolder, and yet could not imagine him existing anywhere else in the world. She let her mind's eye, like the lens of some great camera, zoom down onto the busy scene. The figures sprang into focus, huge and clear, and he was there, high at the wheel of the combine harvester, shirt-sleeves rolled back from brown forearms, his hair tousled by the wind. And because there was danger in moving in so close, Virginia swiftly presented him with a wife, pictured her walking across the fields with a basket, flasks of tea, and perhaps a fruitcake to eat, and she wore a pink cotton dress and a blue apron, and her long, bare legs were brown. Mrs. Eustace Phillips. Mr. and Mrs. Eustace Phillips of Penfolder. The car nosed over the crest of the hill, and the bay and the white beaches and the distant headlands spread out before her, and far below, spilling down to around the blue goblet of the harbour, were the clustered houses and the Norman church tower of Porthcarris. Wheel House, where the Lingards lived, and with whom Virginia was staying, lay on the far side of Porthcarris. If she had been a stranger, new to the district and visiting it for the first time, she would have followed the main road which led right down into the town and out the other side, and consequently become hopelessly ensnared in crawling traffic and hordes of aimless sightseers who spilled off the narrow pavements or stood about at strategic corners, sucking ice creams, choosing postcards and gazing in shop windows filled with brass piskies and pottery mermaids and other horrors considered suitable as souvenirs. But because she was not a stranger, Virginia turned off the road long before the houses started and took the narrow, high-hedged lane that wound up and over the hill which stood at the back of the town. It was the long way home, by no means a shortcut, but eventually emerged out on the main road again, through a tunnel of wild rhododendrons, and not fifty yards from the main entrance to Wheel House. There was a white barred gate, and a rough drive that ran up between hedges of pink-flowered escalonia. The house was Neo-Georgian, pleasingly proportioned, with a pedimented porch over the front door. The drive swept up between shaven green lawns, and flower beds heavy with the scent of wallflowers, and as Virginia parked the car in the shade of the house, there was a sharp cacophony of barking, and Dora, Alice Lingard's old spaniel, emerged from the open front door where she had been lying, for coolness, on the polished floor of the hall. Virginia stopped to pat her and speak to her, and then went indoors, taking off her sunglasses because after the bright day outside, the house seemed pitch dark. Across the hall, the garden doors stood open onto the patio, which, facing south and trapping all the sun, 
was a favourite spot of Alice's in all but really wintry weather. Today, because of the heat, she had unrolled the split cane awnings and the bright canvas chairs and the low tables already set out with tea things were narrowly striped by the shadow patterns which they cast. On the table in the middle of the hall lay the afternoon's mail. Two letters for Virginia, both with London postmarks. She laid down her handbag and her glasses and picked them up. One from Lady Keel, and one from... Cara. The italic letters which she learned at school were painfully formed, dearly familiar. Mrs. A. Keel. Care of Mrs. Lingard. Wheelhouse. Porth Carers. Cornwall. No mistakes. No misspellings. Virginia wondered if she had managed by herself or whether Nanny had had to help. With the letters in her hand...